good day, everybody, and thank you so much for making Total Wellness Radio a part of your day. Today, we catch up with Aaron. Aaron describes to us what it's been like the last two or three years with his ketogenic journey, the weight he's lost, the stamina he's regained, even avoidance of blood pressure medications. And I, being inspired by the conversation, took it upon myself to get a couple of tips from Aaron on something I could do, and since then have lost 16 pounds of my own. So, I think Aaron's on to something. I think the ketogenic diet, the lifestyle, I should say, is a rich way to enrich your life. So, in this episode, episode 184, we catch up with Aaron and his ketogenic journey. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day and making us a part of it. This is Dan Young with Total Wellness Radio. And as you all know who listen to the podcast, from time to time, I'm really fortunate to have people on as guests who are not practitioners, but who have really good practical experience with certain aspects of their health. And I want to interview those people as well. You might remember Jan Mason, you might remember Anessa. And today in their stories, and so, so today this is where the podcast is going to kind of go in this episode. Uh, we're going to actually interview a young man here in Cheyenne. His name's Aaron. Aaron, thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is going to be fun. I, uh, You and I have known each other for a lot of years, yeah. right? Yeah. We've intertwined our relationships, covers a lot of different things. Um, and one of the things that was super impressive to me is, is here in the last uh, couple, two or three years, you kind of took it upon yourself to really dive into the ketogenic diet, the ketogenic kind of lifestyle, if you will. And, but you're not a practitioner, right? right I mean, right, you're, right. you're a consumer, you had to educate and you had to go through the process. And, and so for our listeners, what I'd really like you to kind of, we'll start off the conversation by, by touching on what was it that kind of prompt you or attracted you to, you know, pursue the, the ketogenic diet. Yeah. So it was a couple of years ago and what I'd had is, um, I, I I had gotten pretty pretty overweight. I had had um, some back problems and even a back surgery, and and so I was undergoing a a, a pretty big lifestyle change a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and a bunch of things were happening all at once. And one of those things that I sort of realized I needed to do was lose that weight. And I tried a lot of traditional diets and just found them to be unsustainable. I was hungry all the time, mm-hmm. and it wasn't and it wasn't. I just had never had success um, losing and maintaining a weight. It just became, it was like a constant battle. And so a friend of mine had lost like 65 pounds. His name is Jeff. and lost like 65 pounds on a ketogenic diet. And um, he listened to a lot of podcasts about it. And he understood a lot of the science behind it. And he told me he'd get me lined out. And so, uh, like I said, this was a transition period. And so I, I, I was getting started on this. And he came over and he just gave me the basics. And what that was, was like a, a carbohydrate total under under uh, 20 grams a day. And he, and he said, just like work on that at the beginning. Like don't... So make that your one focus. Yeah. Like I didn't... I wasn't keeping track of all my macronutrients. I wasn't keeping track of protein and calories and fat totals. I was just making sure that I stayed under uh, 20 grams of carbohydrates a day. And like for me, and the thing about this diet... Is the, is why it works for me is because it's uh, sustainable. Okay. Um, I've been able to do it. This is like a little over two years now. I've been you know eating a high fat low carb diet, 
And so, like, when I started out... You look great, by the way. How do you feel overall? I mean... I feel fantastic. Like, I can't even... We were joking earlier when we were hanging out. Like, my goals for the week... My job's pretty active. And um, my goals for the weekend used to be just to, like, log as much sofa time, I called it, as possible. (laughs) And, like, people, like, plans for the weekend, I'm going to log sofa time is what I'm going to do. And, uh, like, uh, I'm capable of... Um, exerting energy levels that I didn't even know I had. Really? Yeah, like better stamina too. Y- yeah, okay. all around. Like, okay. and like this is this comes with another thing. Like, so you know, and I I don't know if this is all right to mention, but I battled a you know an opiate addiction on and off and on for like a dozen years, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. part of that and a side effect of that was really low testosterone levels, like in the two hundreds. Okay, like barely registering, and so I saw a doctor, and. Uh, a nurse practitioner actually mm-hmm. um, down at Fort Collins and she helped me through um, uh, supplementing my testosterone with pellets getting my testosterone levels back up to a healthy range so I'm sure that helps with some of it too sure. I, I, don't, I don't know if it's you know all diet based but yeah like um, like the, the weird thing is is I wake up at 445 5 o'clock every morning without an alarm clock I get up, I work out like six days a week. Wow. And um, and I have that sustained energy level all throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Like that's the thing about like a traditional Western diet that, you know. So you're working out six days a week and you have a very physical job too. Yeah, I mean, right. so, yeah. okay. I'm up and going moving packages and, yeah. and working pretty hard all day long. And I'm actually signed up. I just signed up a couple of days ago officially to do a mini triathlon down in Fort Collins nice. Memorial Day weekend. Good for you. And so, yeah. And so I remember like listening to these podcasts about triathlons when I was like, I got to get all this information about it. Turns out they were talking about an experience I haven't had, so they weren't very beneficial anyway. But a lot of it was like nutritional focused. And um, they were talking about, you know, macros and and um, they just really dismissed the ketogenic diet. They're like, you, can, you can't train this hard on a ketogenic diet. You can't. You need these. So problems. they were saying that from experience or just like they, their yeah. theory was? That was their theory. Okay. Right? It wasn't right. based on their own experience. Gotcha. Like, they just believed that you couldn't do that. But they weren't fat adapted. They hadn't been living this way for years. And I, I was like, this was my own little test that I was going to do, right? Sure. Can I do this? And like what I've found is, and at first I incre- I started eating more pistachios. I was like, I'm going to need a little bit more. And I found that it made absolutely no difference at all. Really? Yeah. Okay. None. And so like I just kept my macronutrients the same. If anything, I increased my fat intake um, because I'm expending a little more energy when I'm training for that. Mm-hmm. But and you're touching on a real misnomer. People think you take it in the fat, you're going to put fat on. That's really, there's just, that doesn't hold true with when you get your body burning that as fuel. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. Like, and I think that's probably where they were coming from. It, they couldn't, you know, comprehend that somebody could run on fat alone. But especially the longer I am into this, um, yeah, like I'll vary my macronutrients a lot. And, and um, as far as like not so much the carbohydrates, those usually stay between 20 and 40 a day, depending on mm-hmm. sometimes I'm traveling. And, and what are the sources of those? Kind of like throw some foods out, just some ideas. Okay, so, well, like... In order to like sustain my fat levels, I have a hard time getting it sometimes just through my diet because I'm a picky eater. Mm. So a, like a lot of times breakfast looks like bulletproof coffee and that's um, that's just coffee with uh, grass-fed, grass-fiddish butter and MCT oil in it. Okay. And then uh, lunch is a lot, uh, a lot of times pepperoni and cheese is a lot of time when I have for lunch. I'm on the go. It's easy to put in my lunch box. It's something I can take with me. 
Um, and then dinner is usually six ounces of pulled pork. I, I get pork shoulders, I smoke them, um, I shred them, I put them in six ounce baggies and I put them in the freezer. How much time do you meal prep a week? I mean, or was, is that even the right term? Do you, yeah. do you consider it meal prep? Well, yeah, I don't really look at it like, it's not like, um, like my idea of meal prep is like when people take individual packages and make meals for, for the whole day. week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, um, you know, the cheeses are individually wrapped, the pepperonis, I throw them in a quart bag, I eat them all week for lunch. Um, I know how many slices I can eat for each meal. I've already mm -hmm. got it in my, in my app calculator. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the pork, I smoke a shoulder every two weeks. So okay. every other Friday night or Saturday night or, or Saturday morning or Sunday morning, I put it in the smoker. I pull it out 12 hours or 11 hours later. And um, like total time from start to finish prep, um, minus the cook time, yeah. is maybe an hour. An wow. hour. <laughs> like, it's not bad. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, then that's just a, you People know, can blend that into a busy schedule. Yeah. So that's cool. That's the thing. And like, you know, time is um, time is at a premium. premium. I have a lot of stuff going on. I'm, you know, I work late. I'd like to work, you know, I'd like to get off at a more reasonable time, but that just doesn't really work out. So. What's the name of the app you use just for the listeners in case they're looking for, yeah, you know, a good tool that you've, you've used this for what, a couple of years now? Yeah. Okay. And then right. this one, this one, I um, there's a free version, but I pay a dollar a month for it, but it's called Keto Diet Tracker. And it's got a scanner okay. on it, and it's most foods out there are available. I can scan have, them. Really? Yeah. The little code on the, on yeah, the package? Right. Exactly. Scan your code. It Very cool. It your information. And like this one, um, if I put in my weight, my age, and my um, goals, if I want to maintain or lose weight, it'll come up with a program for me. And um, like at first, I sort of was strict adherence to this, but now I just know my body, and I know that everybody's different. That's one thing I found out about keto because my coworkers saw a really big weight loss in me. Yeah, and they were like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And, right. And then they they how much did it. you lose, by the way? Um, so the most I ever weighed was after my back surgery when I was living on Hostess cupcakes and Red Bulls. Oh, yeah, like that was like, and and bent over a sofa like I couldn't. I was completely immobile. And I, I checked the scales at 235, and that was with all my clothes on. But that's the, like, I remember I was at one of my testosterone appointments, and that was the highest that register. That was the max. Number. Yeah. And this morning, it was 195. Wow. So Good for you, man. That's 40 pounds. That's 40 pounds. Yeah. So, and you've kept it off. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the thing. I can't imagine just going back. Again, I go back to sustainability. Yep. But I cannot go, I can imagine going back to a traditional diet because... I don't know. I just my body just runs better this way. Yeah. I can't. My, my but I've heard that from a lot of people with, with, when they do it right. Yeah. That they feel like it just runs better, like less aches and pains, better sleep. Yeah. Don't need the alarm. Yeah. Right. I mean, mental clarity, focus, memory. I mean, I'm hearing like if you go online and look up the Charlie Foundation, right? Yeah. I, I think I sent you yeah. kind of the link yeah. to that. There's yeah. some big. I mean, Mayo Clinic is touting the praise yeah. of this, and it's it's sustainable. Praises for this diet. It's not like a hit and miss fad thing. I mean, yeah. Dominic D'Agostino, the guy that did That's... all the work with the with the Navy SEALs. I mean, there's really, and they're not talking about blood type or body type yeah. or male or female. Right. They're talking about here is a way to use a fuel, and all we got to do is just develop the disciplines and make it work for us, and we get amazing similar results. Yeah, absolutely, and like. The, the guy that you mentioned was Dr. Dom D'Agostino. Yep. His, his website is ketonutrition.org. 
but like that's a that's a person that I that I really trust. I respect he, that guy yeah, a lot. He's a neuroscientist, and he sort of backed his way into the ketogenic. He's been on diet. ketogenic what twelve, thirteen years yeah. now, fourteen years, yeah. something like that. A long he's time. He's been in ketosis. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and so he was like trying to treat you know epilepsy patients through his neuroscience mm-hmm. uh, degree, and end up you know stumbling across this diet that had been around since the twenties, right? And then so, but like like doing the thing that that he wanted to have his own experience, so he started doing it. And was like oh this is great right yeah. and like you know the rest is history but sure yeah that's that that's that you know resource that i really like to use yeah. and i and i looked at that one that you sent me and it's the same similar information yeah but yeah, yeah i mean like if my body can run on two, two fuel sources then like if i have the option of picking the one like once i got fat into my fuel source the the piss the, the thing about a regular diet is then food is calling the shots at that point because once I burn through that carbohydrate source and then I hit that crash and everybody you know everybody knows that that like post lunch nap time that you yep. get right yep. like I don't experience that anymore I don't experience anything I don't go up or down for meals I'm just at a consistent steady, yeah, yeah steady sustained level all day yeah. long yeah. yeah absolutely what other resources do you think are valuable for listeners to maybe clue into I mean we definitely want to re-mention the app at the end and put it in the description. We want to, you know, talk about Dom a lot. I, uh, anything else that comes to mind that, that um, you feel is... You know, one that, like, helped Jeff a lot at the beginning was a podcast called Two Keto Dudes. And I listened to the first few <laughs> okay. episodes, yeah. But, like, those guys, again, one guy was already on it and one guy was just starting it out. And they went through and they broke down the science of it all. And they sort of took their listeners on the journey with them. You know? Gotcha. So I know that Jeff... And I have to like use you know like a third party reference because he's the one who just helps me out. And sure. every time um, I get stuck with something, I'll call him up. You know, I'm like, hey, you know, I've plateaued or something. And he was like, you know, this body is meant to reg- you know, this diet is meant to regulate hormones. It's meant to get your body regular. And if this is the weight you're at, and you're at, like, I was at like um, 13% body fat or something, and I wanted mm-hmm. to get below 10. Mm-hmm. And he's like, maybe the, the healthy, sustainable level for you is 13%. Right. right? That's yeah. what this diet does. Yeah. Because it didn't matter what other. I, we inflict ourselves on it, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, like, this is what I'm finding out about keto. I can, you know, vary my macros wildly and stay within the same weight range. And right. so, like, this is just probably the healthy level of fat that I'm supposed to carry around and the healthy body weight for myself. Sure. Yeah. So when you say macros for for listeners that aren't you know explain what is a macro. So those my macronutrients that I'm keeping track of are uh, calories, uh, fat intakes, and grams uh, grams of carbohydrates and grams of protein. Okay. And so like this is the one. And that, that app just tracks it for you. Yeah. Like you scan, you're good, and it just it stays within like the parameters that you set. Yeah. In so, the app. Okay. Well, so like I can go in and put in my information, and this will actually give me some parameters to stay within, and this is a guideline. Um, and so for people that are new to it, I, I just tell them, um, usually to do this, although I usually increase, increase the protein a little bit on this and mm-hmm. decrease protein the, sources, primarily meat Yeah, that's or where, is it vegetable? Like that's where I get my, my, my proteins from is meat. Um, okay. Like, um, cause I realize you're not much of a veggie guy, yeah, right? Exactly. I mean, <laughs> like, and that's, it's a bummer. Cause like, you know, avocados are really good on this diet. Yeah. Brussels sprouts. Love avocado. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. no. Like, yeah. At, in, in moderation, they can be a little carby too. <laughs> right. But, um, a lot of people that take a, a ketogenic, a ketogenic diet, um, take more of a whole natural food approach than I take. 
And like, I like that. I'm just so picky. I have a hard time with that. So I'm, I'm like fatty meats and some cheeses and, you know, the same Colored cheese or white cheese? White or? cheese. Okay. Um, Havarti and Gouda yeah. is what I eat. What about provolone, pepper jack, white cheddar? Um, what are your thoughts there? Well, I haven't experienced much, much with those except for some mozzarella. Okay. Um, because we, like, sometimes I really get a, I miss pizza a lot. Like... People always say like I can't cauliflower crust, baby. Well, we use like we use a mozzarella and almond flour blend. Oh, there you go. And we ha- we don't have it too often, and then an, an organic uh, marinara sauce, and uh, then you know just topped with a ton of mozzarella, um, and so that seems to work pretty well. But like the one question or the one comment I get a lot when I'm like doing this is people are like, oh, I could never give up bread or I could never give up sweets, but like after a while, my body stopped missing those things. Like yeah. it was. Two, three weeks, first. roughly? What do you, say, what do you think? I yeah, mean, I, would say, I would say about a month. And I remember yeah. one time, specifically at the beginning, I had some uh, sherbet, in my, sherbet in my freezer and some Gatorades in my drawer, and I had to get rid of all those things. I just yeah. couldn't even look at them. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to drink these things. But yeah, I'd say about a month, and I really stopped or started to stop missing those things. Right. And to where it's now, it's just like not even... It's just... I don't know. It's not a second thought to yeah. those things. It's just it's a way of life now. Yeah. It's your lifestyle. Yeah. And I've noticed that when I do um, go off the diet, it's usually like a spur of the moment thing. I'm out somewhere and something just catches me and I'm like, oh, I'm going to indulge. I'll get the movies <laughs> and I'll smell popcorn. Right. Like, it's like, that's it. Yeah. I'm going to indulge. Um, what now, I, does that throw you out of ketosis like yeah, right away? Yeah. yeah For does. you, it does. I mean, kind yeah. of. I mean, like even Dom on his on his podcast with uh, Rogan, yeah. he was talking about how he'd found some different, even you know, beverages that he could have, yeah. and as long as he only had like one, okay. it wouldn't blow him out. Yeah. So sometimes, like, I can eat some like tortilla chips or a, a small amount of potatoes. Like, I can eat okay. a small amount of French fries, and this weird thing will happen. Like a work. small amount being a handful. Uh, yeah. Or two. Yeah, no, not like two. I'd say, you know, 10, 15, okay. something like that. All right. Yeah, or um, sometimes those potato lays will get me. But, you know, 10, <laughs> 10, 12 of those probably be okay. Um, but it's really easy to go, like, to let things snowball with that kind yeah, of Yeah, because once you have that, man, yeah. the body says, ooh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the, the thing I've noticed about people that do keto well, like you've done, is... When they, you know, the, 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 the sugars don't burn clean. It's not a clean burning fuel, right? right? Where fat, you don't have these metabolic byproducts, metabolic toxic byproducts of burning it as fuel. It just it burns, it burns better. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so, like, and so, like, the thing, too, when I do go off, I do try and, like, or when I go over my carbohydrate, I do try and do it with natural foods. Like, I'll eat way too many macadamia nuts or something like that, you know, and then my body seems to be able to handle that better and it might sometimes just burn that stuff up pretty quick and I'm actually okay. Sure. It's when I go completely off the rails that I have problems and like one thing leads to another and like that popcorn was so good and now I might have some ice cream and since I'm already since I'm already here I might as well go all in. Um, but like, but like the weirdest for thing, the night. Yeah, yeah, for the night, you know, and then I usually try and Next morning is bulletproof coffee. Well the next morning usually the next day I try and fast as long as I can to burn through all that extra. Oh fuel gotcha. That That's a good idea. Yeah, I try and let my body use all that extra energy that I put 10, 12 in. hours, something like that? I yeah, mean you I slept just, for six hours, eight hours, right? Yeah, then, and usually I can make it well into the next afternoon, two or three o'clock. Really? So, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's weird the, the 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 time I can go without food on this diet, you know, yeah. just because of the I'm 
burning fat and I've sure. still got that left. Sure. But the, like the weirdest thing that I've noticed is when I, when I do cheat on it, uh, it's not like so much the physical as the anxiety that I'll get the next day. Not like, not like remorse for cheating. I mean like actual physical anxiety, like there's something impending bad going on and mm-hmm. I just never, and then since then I've listened to a lot of stuff about gut flora, and, yep. you know, and yep. the um, gut brain, bear, the, y- the connection. Yeah, yep. exactly. And now it makes sense to me why I would get anxiety just from eating a different kind of food. Yep. But it's a um, fuel. Your body goes. <gasps> yeah. Goes into shock. It's a definitely a noticeable difference. So, did you go through the keto flu? The is that is that real? First off, you know, I I didn't have it because people bad. always ask that about too. It's yeah. like, oh, I'm like do that, but I don't want to feel sick yeah. for two weeks or it's whatever. A, well, you know, first of all, like I said, I've spent you know a dozen years all in and out of, um, an, you know, a, a prescription painkiller addiction <laughs> and, um, coming off those is a real deal. Like that's, <laughs> that's no fun. Something. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. And so, uh, the keto flu, whatever I did experience was, <laughs> n- you know, negligible compared to something <laughs> like that. But, but, you know, our, fr- my, our friend Jeff, the one that had got me started on it, um, kept me stocked up on sodium at the beginning and another electrolyte supplement. And that'll really mitigate those. Um, okay those the, the the thing i experienced most with it was the fog brain you know mm-hmm. i'm I, I have to remember a lot of stuff and i'm pretty good at remembering it but man i was pretty dumb for a day or two yeah. i really had a trouble do you get your electrolytes local do you order them online is there one you like recommend the, the one that i use is called ultima and it doesn't have any artificial flavors or, or any artificial sweeteners can you get it at natural grocers natural grocers yeah that's where i get it okay and um how much and, you do a day um, I usually just do one a day, like one in the morning. Um, scoop so, type yeah, thing? Yeah, it's, it's just a scoop in the morning. Um, I also started using on um, on the, um, Dr. D'Agostino's website. He has a, a link to some exogenous ketones mm-hmm. that I started using too. Those are amazing. Yeah. and so I, I, Really primes the pump. Yeah. So I got those exogenous ketones and then I bought some liquid caffeine off the internet and I make my own little energy drink with the exogenous ketones and Holy the caffeine. Holy smokes, and, man. You're supercharged. Yeah. And so I, I get going in the morning, you know, like, like, uh, the coffee lovers are going to love this yeah, podcast, I thing, man. I got a thing with the caffeine. That's for sure. Um, and so, um, those, those, that, that exogenous ketone mix has some electrolytes in it too. Okay. So sometimes I'll do that and then I'll add some of that Ultima in with it. And that usually takes care of me. Um, yeah. And so like, and I know when I don't have enough, cause I'll do a little bit of cramping, you know, or sometimes I'll get a little bit of brain drain and that, yeah. uh, that means I need to add some electrolytes. Did you already do the triathlon or are you doing it? You're, no, you're, prepare, you're prepping for yeah, it. Yeah. Memorial day weekend. Gotcha. And okay. So, Good yeah. for you, man. Yeah. Like, and like for anybody listening, like you've got to understand I weighed 40 pounds. I never exercised. I smoked about a pack and a half a day and I didn't get, I mean, my wife had to hire a handyman to do some stuff around the house because I had so little energy all the time and I wouldn't get up and do anything, right? And this, now, when the weekend goes, I, you know, I'm on the go. I, yeah. I, I have a podcast of my own. Yep. I have yard work I do. Like, I have all kinds of stuff that I'm, you know, engaged in, plus a really active and physical job. Sure. And, like, the idea that I'm sitting here living this life today, right. you know, and it's, it, it's, you know, I can't contribute to entirely to the ketogenic diet but right. but there's factors a, that it's a big part of it huge yeah i mean which you know the the quality of your fuel equals your performance right it's clear that you're getting the right fuel yeah right? absolutely what what i want to what i hope that people that listen to this podcast will, will kind of clue into is that 
you know, this is not a fad. This right. is a re- it's not a trend. It's this is a real lifestyle type program yeah. that anybody can apply and use and try. How long were you on it before you started noticing some changes that were positive? Like, here's the thing. Like, you know, the, the other thing about the ketogenic diet is people want results immediately and then they don't get those results and then yeah. they stop, right? Yeah. Like, as far as the weight loss, it took, I didn't, I started the, this diet and, and it was March of 2017 and I didn't really start seeing any significant weight loss until like the middle of June. So, I mean, it took months. 90 days. Yeah, really start losing Minimal. weight. You yeah. got to change the metabolism. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what I did start experiencing was those sustained energy levels and mm-hmm. having more energy throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And um, like being able to get by on less sleep. Not that I would, you know, be a proponent of sleeping less. I want to get my sure. eight hours. Yeah. You know, like, you know, I need my sleep. Yeah. But like, if that doesn't happen, you know, like, and so like what I noticed at first was the mental clarity and the energy levels had changed, mm-hmm. even though I wasn't seeing any weight loss at yeah. all. And some of that was just because um, I needed to adjust my macros a little bit. I was eating still too many calories and too many proteins at that point. Yeah. You know, but like once I started to become less hungry, then I can eat less. Like that's that's the thing that makes like a cal- calorie deficit possible on this diet is yeah. that I'm not hungry all the time. Food's not making the decisions for me. Hunger's not, you know. And even when I am hungry, the way I heard it described best, I think, was on Rogan's podcast. He described it as like being in the next room, right? My hunger is like in the next room. It's there, yeah, but it's not owning, right? Me, right? Yep. It's not calling the shots. Gotcha. So I, I can live with that. You've turned a lot of family members onto this, friends, coworkers. Yeah. I mean, I mean. 40 pounds down, bro. Yeah. I mean, um, people so, are going to notice this stuff. Yeah. I mean, you got you got to have like a list of people that you've tried to help. Yeah, like a, like a lot of my co- co-workers would come up to me especially and they were like, "What are you doing? Like you're really you're really getting down there and you're really looking good." And I'd started to get back in the gym and lift weights and just my entire body composition changed. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, I would all get those guys lined out on it and do you know the best I could and give them the same guidelines that Jeff gave me and that was, you know, less than than 20 grams of carbohydrates, carbohydrates a day. And I think like the, um, I think that the carbohydrate total or the protein total I used was like, like 0.8 of the ideal body weight or something like that. I can't remember how it was now. So there's a fractional thing that goes with kind of figuring that out? It can, but again, it, it varies so much from person to person. Does age have a play role um, in, in the variance you think? I haven't noticed any, but like all of the people that ask me about it are also around the same age. I have, okay. Like a lot of the young guys I work with are in still pretty good shape and still sure. pretty physical job. And so it's yeah. usually guys around my age or older. Yeah. Um, and they've like had varied success from it. I got one guy at work that every time he gets on it, he loses like 15 pounds in about a month. I've never wow. seen anything like it. His body type is just really... He rips through it. Yeah. Yeah. And... Um, but he's convinced that it's not good to be on long term. So then he'll stop, and then he'll start, and then he'll stop. And I don't, I don't know. How does he feel doing it. that though? He seems to feel all right. He's yeah. an outlier anyway. Like he's one of those guys <laughs> that can sleep about four hours a night, you know, and like oh, yeah. refresh. And yeah, that's just, me. Yeah. I'm one of those guys. Yeah, I'm reading a book that might be genetic. Actually, that might yeah. be a gene for people that can sleep yeah. that much. Yeah. And be I can, I can be fully engaged going till eleven, eleven o'clock at night. Boom, I'm out, and then up at four. Yeah. And just take off again. And it's really kind of aggravating because I don't really want to do that. 
but that's just me. I'm this, I've been that way for a long, long time, and I'm so I'm looking for ways to make it productive. Uh, yeah, I would love it. I would love to be one of those four or five hour sleepers. I'm not gonna lie. And like, and then the, so the other person who's um, gotten I think a, a positive effect out of is my wife. Yeah, and like. Her thing is, is um, she do it with you? She does. She's got a little bit different relationship with food than I do, though. Like okay. I don't, uh, I can only eat five things, and I'm fine. I don't really have like, I guess what I would consider. Mono problem. diet's cool for you. Yeah, you're, you're fine with it. And I don't. What like, are those five things? Um, it's pretty much like so. I eat pork in the form of like pulled pork or pepperoni. Um, I eat a lot of ribeye steaks because they have a pretty like twelve ounce ribeye steaks is what I eat a lot of. Okay. Uh, I eat eggs. I eat bacon. How many eggs? Is it like as much as you want, or is it yeah, within the it's usually, context yeah, it of the program? It usually proteins I've had that day. Gotcha. It's usually, you know, just a couple with some bacon, uh, four or five slices of bacon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then um, I'll, I'll eat um, grass-fed, grass-finished beef. Did you wean yourself into this, or did you just cold turkey? It? I just cold turkey at it. I just, like I said, been in the carbs process. are gone. Okay, yeah, I just the processed sugars. Day. Yeah, I just, I just left. I went to the grocery store. I bought a bunch of, uh, I think, bacon and hamburger, and like I would cook my dinner. I, I'd eat sausages too, and I'd make a bunch of dinner that night, and then take whatever I had left over for the next. And uh, the time I was waking up at like four in the morning, I'd make bacon and eggs. I had plenty of time and. So I just started it, and um, you know I went to a clinic at the Natural Grocers, and they suggested going to Paleo first, and then and then transitioning into this. But I don't see, I mean, just bite the bullet and get it over with. You it's kind of like quitting gonna, smoking, yeah, right? Exactly. Just you're done. You just pull yeah. off that bandaid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And so, like Amber, Amber does it pretty well, but then she she has more of an emotional relationship with food, and so when she yeah. gets stressed out, like that's her go to is you know, eating a piece of cornbread or a, or a sweet potato or something. But what she's found is, so she lost, I don't know, maybe 20 pounds, mm-hmm. 15, 20 pounds. And the way she does it now, she's able to at least maintain that weight and maintain those energy levels yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So I just, uh, I don't know, like, you know, my dad just got diagnosed with type 2 diabetes and I was oh over there. And it's like, he, knew, he sort of knew I was going to be And that's 100% in. diet, man. Yeah, it's right. 100% diet. Right. Yeah. I mean, I read, I don't know if you already read Gary Taub's book, yep. The Case Against Sugar. Yeah. Right. So I listened to that book after I started keto, and I was like, oh, Okay, yeah. now I'm never going back. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my goodness, right? And so, and I know what he eats, and I know how he eats, and I know that he knows, you know, they've seen the transformation and everything. And, and so I found it out, and I went over there and asked what they were going to do, and they said they gave him some meds, and I asked about dietary changes. <laughs> He started barking out about how he wasn't going to do the ketogenic <laughs> diet because all that fat would clog his arteries. And I just thought of the insanity, the complete insanity right. of it. Right. And I'm like, how right. overweight, how bad things are going. Yeah. And so close-minded because yep. you think that fat is the thing that's like, and maybe it is, but maybe you're getting it from a different source. The source of it <laughs> pumps out the liver, man. Yeah. <laughs> you're converting those carbs into crap that liver's pumping out and it can't burn it, it stores it. Yeah. And so I thought, man, well, here we have got this perfectly good fix that's already <laughs> tested and tried. And, yeah. But uh, he wasn't having any of it. He so wasn't going to go for he'll it. Help. He'll take those meds. And, and Isn't it fascinating? This is what I see as a, from a clinical perspective, okay, is people will come in. They'll say, my doctor said 
that my diet has nothing to do with my health, to which I always respond, but yet they want you to swallow their pills. So the entry into the body is the same area, it's the mouth, and they're saying what you're eating on your plate has nothing to do with it, but the pills by your plate is somehow going to miraculously restore your health. You're eating the pills, why not change what's on the plate? It makes absolutely no sense, and it's very frustrating. Well, and it's also like with dad. I mean, that's very that's emotional, right? That's, that's frustrating. Yeah, I'd like to live. I like for him to live as long <laughs> yeah. as he can. And, yeah. You know, he's, you know, I talked to him about you know like obesity being you know the major cause of heart disease and yep. everything that I you know, and I'm certainly not a professional about it, but you know, once I sort of got into this you know this line of diet and listening to some similar type books and yep. you know same kind of resources, understanding a little bit about it and the sure. insanity of the idea, but you know, the, the, I don't know. That's the other thing I guess that I experienced. So my blood pressure used to be regularly like one fifty over a hundred. I mean, mm-hmm. it was high all the time, mm-hmm. and so they would. Every time, and I'm like, you know, like every time I was just like, here, take this blood pressure medicine, and it wasn't, it wouldn't do anything, you know, and like, um, my numbers were all over the place, and because I had to get blood work for this testosterone treatment, and like my blood pressure would be so high, my red blood count would be too high, and they need to do a, like a, a therapeutic phlebotomy yeah. and yep. take blood, yep. but they couldn't do it because my blood pressure was so high, and like I was just, you know, having, you know, like these these complications in my back was always out, man. So much so that I ruptured that disc, right? Yep, That's why yep, I, had to, yep. I ruptured that disc and it was in fragments and those fragments were in my nerve canal. Like I was having the inflammation in my joints, like everything was hurt. Like, um, fortunately I have a family physician in which the, um, the her, uh, her PA is wonderfully open-minded and wonderfully open to all of these things. Right. And she was like, I'll do whatever, Aaron, just let me look at your blood samples. And I go over there and I take my blood pressure and it's 130 over 80 and she gets my blood results back and she's like, whatever you're doing, just keep doing Isn't it. Isn't that this great? Looks absolutely fantastic, right? That's so cool. I'm not taking any medicines. Yep. I'm not doing yep. anything. It's like, you know, like a good prescription for me. And I sort of knew this when they, you know, kept you know, pushing those blood pressure medicine. I was like, but what if I just, you know, quit smoking and lose weight and exercise? Yep. Yeah. And, you know, like, turns out that's what worked. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And that's what will work for everybody. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, there, uh, in the clinic, we, we use a term called structured flexibility, right? I mean, there is a structure. There is a set protocol of steps to follow through. But within that, you have to be flexible to meet the person's needs, to, to apply it in a way that's going to work for them, right? To make those connections and, and, and have those aha moments yeah. so that they'll actually do it long enough to get the results that they hear or think they want, or they've watched other people that are getting yeah. right results with this. So yeah, yeah. that's cool. And the, the, that's the thing. And I, I keep going back to sustainability, but like yep. the thing about this is that I can do it. You know, that, that Amber, that's my wife. Um, she can do it. Right. Right. Like we tried to do a, uh, low fat, you know, low fat diet, a traditional low fat diet that often gets talked about. And it's just, just something that I was just never had that yeah. success and the up and downs of what the foods with. So when you talk about like some plans will work for some people, yep. like the ketogenic diet is the diet that works for me. Yeah. Like I don't need other, any other convincing, yeah. nobody but else in my life. Yeah. But you're, you're, you're one of like, from my perspective, you're one of literally like, I've already had two or three other people on the podcast that are, you know, like professionals at this is what they run their clinics on that. Uh, we got a guy out in California, Keto Steve, that that's all. I mean, he's like whipping out recipes like crazy. I met him on Instagram. I mean, this is not like I'll hear of one or two things regarding maybe 
vegan being the way to go, right? right. And, and so, and, and don't get me wrong, works for you know, right. it works for people. Yeah. I just think that there's too many like varied sources coming at me clinically from several different ways, like people that are lay people like yourself that aren't clinically in, in it. You just you've learned, you self taught, you've experimented, you know what your body will respond to. And then there's people that are professionally out there like Dom Diagostino that's you know that's been doing this for 15 years himself personally and and the health that he gets to enjoy. And that guy was buff, man. Yeah, he, he lives. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's too much overwhelming evidence, especially since I started my podcast a couple years ago, that supports uh, and validates, right, clinically. And that's what I'm always about is clinically. Show me the proof, not the theory, yeah. right, right. Or, the, or what sounds good. Yeah. Show me what people are responding to. And this is really, this is standing head and shoulders above a lot of things. Well, and like the other cool side effect is like a lot of people get into diets for uh, maybe social reasons like vegans and stuff like that. The other cool byproduct of this diet since we've been on it is um, we don't waste food anymore. Like I used to go mm. uh, go to the, you know, go to whatever fast food place, get a you know, the supersized meal, eat most of it throw the rest away, get Chinese, you know, get pizza, mm, um, eat yep. hamburger helper, whatever, yep. like all, it doesn't yeah. matter. Right. Yeah. There was always some left and it always just sat in the fridge and like, um, because I have to cook everything I eat now, like yeah. rarely do we eat out anymore just because it's just not worth the money to yeah. eat out anymore. Because and how's the, how's the food bill? What's that? Yeah. Is it better? Yeah. Is yeah. it better now? Yeah. And than it was? And it's consistent and it's easy to plan. Yeah. Right. Before I didn't, I was maybe eating this much food here and this much food in here and like, Usually we eat at a steakhouse once or, you know, like Friday or Saturday we eat at a steakhouse. Sure. And just have steak and salad. Um, but it's it's really consistent. And, like, I found ways to, like, save money. Like, when I was eating ribeyes, I'd go buy the big cut and then cut the steaks myself. And that way I could get a nice ribeye at eight ninety eight a pound. That's cool. Right? So not That's only great. did I not waste any food, I also learned how to budget money a little bit better and, like, mm-hmm. make my money go a little bit farther. But, yeah, since I'm not wasting any food anymore, I'm, like, getting every penny I spend out of my food. Good for you, man. So you're saving time, you're saving money, you've added, you know, healthy years to your life probably. You're not on meds. Yeah. Right? Blood pressure's better, you're sustainable, it's it's easily sustained. I mean, there's, I mean, how many factors of positive, how many positive factors does a guy need or a gal need to say, oh, I'm going to do this for 90 days? Like, that's the thing. It started out as just losing weight. Like, well, right. I mean, like I said, I was going, undergoing that entire lifestyle change. Yeah. But so it's like, started out like, but the purpose of the ketogenic diet was to lose weight because that's what my buddy yeah. did. And I got all of these other things. You yeah, know, the like, benefits were galore. Yeah. yeah. Like, I could, I could be irresponsible with money. I was prone to do that before. And like, <laughs> Here I was, like bacon was really expensive. There was some, there was, you know, there was a sickness going around with, uh, with swine at the time. And, you know, like pork yep. was pretty expensive. Yep. And so there I was with the, you know, with the, with the ads, the Wednesday ads in the newspaper waiting for bacon to go on sale and then just buying as much as I could. <laughs> Fill the freezer. Yeah. But I like, I learned how to like look for deals and spend yeah. money in a way that was smarter on this diet, that's something that I had yeah. no clue or no idea that I was going to do. Yeah. And now we can just buy everything in bulk. You know, yeah. we like get the most out of our Sam's Club membership, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> well, as we get ready to wrap up this episode of Total Wellness Radio, just what like one or two key things would you like to make certain, if we haven't touched on it yet, that our listeners kind of walk away with knowing about the ketogenic experience that you've had? Well, I think the one thing, and this is one thing Jeff told me about, he said something like, I don't know, 70 or 80% of the people stop within the first three weeks. So like 
have to keep going. Like have to ninety days. Yeah, like you said, gotta do the ninety day trial, man. Absolutely, ninety days. And like the thing that I had worried about the most was the you know just keeping that carbohydrate total under twenty at first, and then I could worry about the rest of it later. And that allowed my body to get fat adapted, right? Yeah. And made sure that I wasn't getting too much glucose in my system, so that my body converted to running on fat. Yeah. And then I was able to get fat adapted. And now the results came slower as a result of that, but I also didn't get the burnout that people get because they're making such a drastic change, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, like, and get creative. Like, I like to ground up hamburger and then throw an egg on top of that, you know, and then throw some great idea. some white cheese on top of that and, like, you know, yeah. eat something like that. But, like, eat until you're full at the beginning, you know? Like, yeah. don't start skipping meals and fasting right away. Like, sure. give it some time. Give Give the body some time to adjust to the new fuel source. Sure. And, like, there's no hurry. Like, especially now. This is just, this is how I live now. This is yeah. how I eat. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. There's no sense hurrying. It's one of the things we try to achieve with people clinically all the time. I mean, it's, it's absolutely wonderful. Yeah. And it's great to watch what's happened for you with this. Thanks, This man. is so cool. Yeah. I'm really, really proud of you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. What's the name of the app again? Oh. The the, that of, people can maybe kind of look into? Yeah. It's called Keto Diet, Keto Diet Tracker. And, okay. And, um... Yeah, I don't know. It's a blue and white app. There's a lot of keto apps out there yeah. now. Like, and I'm, I'm guessing they all work pretty well, but this one is the one that I've uh, turned people on to. Okay. And like the other thing too, just real quick, like um, it's important for me to inventory my food all the time. And like, when you know, I talked to my dad, I was like, hey, that's cool. You don't want to do this diet. Right. What's helped me as an eater is inventorying what I'm putting in my body at all the time. And one thing this app and this diet has helped me do is I know what's going in my body now. Yeah. And when I know what's going in my body, I have a history of what the result is going to be. Yeah. So like, you know, like whatever the diet is, like inventorying what I'm putting in my body is a really good idea. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Aaron, thank you so much yeah. for doing this. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate you folks listening to Total Wellness Radio and we'll catch up with you next time. This is April Martinez, CNHP, with Living with Elevation Natural Health Center, and you're listening to the Total Wellness Radio Podcast. Well, that will do it for this episode of Total Wellness Radio. Thank you again so much for tuning in. And if you enjoyed our podcast, you should really check out our website at countrydoctornutritionalcenter.com. There you're going to find up-to-date blog posts and free downloads to enhance your journey in natural health. Again, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Total Wellness Radio.